Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Welcome to God Talk Friday on the Smarticle Podcast. Here you go. Here's your five seconds of silence. Okay, Brandon. Uh, if you've said some bad words on the Smarticle podcast this week, this would be your chance on a God Talk oh. Friday to not use those words, Brandon. I don't know what just... bad words you meant. Republican? Yeah. What about comment, like, subscribe to the Smarticle podcast? Do any of those things. It really helps us out if you follow us and leave a comment wherever you might get your podcast. So if you could do that, Brandon will pray for you. You could just be like, hey, Brandon, I just <laughs> like the Smarticle show. And Brandon will say a yeah, prayer that, for you. Yeah, that's what your reward is, a it's prayer. pray for pay. We, we, Brandon will pray. I feel like you've you kind of stepped over the line on a God Talk Friday, Larry. We okay. don't. We, it's a little bit crass. Just going to say. Okay. Well, we're going to turn to the New York Times for our God Talk Friday. In an the, article, what, the godless New York Times? Yeah, well, they don't believe in the G-O-D over there. Oh. Americans under 30 don't trust religion or anything else. Oh. What are your favorites? Jessica Gross from the New York Times, Brandon. Yeah, we've done an article with, from Jessica Gross. Uh, All the time because she's the religion editor or whatever yeah so we've done a bunch she's kind of a woke religion person but a great reporter does a nice job has written a bunch of books and stuff i like when we go woke religious that's like my favorite part. yeah absolutely okay. here's a little snippet the big story here is that so many younger nuns categorize themselves as nothing in particular rather than as atheists or agnostics if you're an atheist or an agnostic you have a defined worldview whereas with many young americans they look at the religion options and say, I really don't want to pick a side. And that's what nothing in particular is. Not religious, obviously, but it's also not secular either. It's kind of, no, thank you. I'll pass on the question of religion. What distinguishes the under 30 set is a marked level of distrust in a variety of major institutions and leaders, not just religious ones. So it makes a certain kind of sense that they don't want to associate too closely with any defined group. Lastly, when I talked to several readers under 30 about moving away from faith traditions they were brought up in, more than one used the metaphor of a Jenga tower. When they lost faith in the religion they were raised in, it was as if a load-bearing block was removed and eventually the entire structure collapsed. Nothing like a good Jenga reference when we're talking about God. Oh, absolutely. Well, it. I mean, Jessica Gross has talked a lot about the nuns and about Gen Z and Gen Alpha and sort of their not lo their loss sister of faith. act nuns, not, but yes, nuns, not, N O N E S, uh, yes. nuns having no faith, and I find it, it it seems very understandable to me. So you and I were raised; we basically came of age in the eighties. You know, yeah. if you were born in the sixties, seventies, eighties, somewhere in there, you pretty much were sequestered into the community in which you were raised. You talked about your dad. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're on the street. You got pretty simple things. You got your friends around. You know, we just did it. Um, Recently, Back in the good old days. Huh? Well, we recently did one an article on, on traffic safety, war. and they yeah. said that kids riding their bikes to school and mm. walking to schools dropped by fifty percent. And, and my only point is, is that the world has dramatically changed, in yes. some ways for the better, in some ways for the worse. Yes. And part of what the nuns have is that they are That's raised in an age where they have pretty much unlimited access to information. Uh oh. So here we go. Internet one of the things that no, but one of the things that that one of the people in the article referenced was they said that they saw all these pastors who were basically defrocked. One talked about well, Ravi Zacharias, 
being, you know, it, that she didn't wa- she didn't want to ruin other people's souls by dropping the diamonds at Ravi Zacharias, but that Ravi Zacharias had preached all this stuff about being a good man and all this stuff, and it turns out he was and a scumbag banging the secretary. Yeah, we didn't hear about the Ravi Zacharias issues as much when we were kids because yeah, we, we just it was if our local church didn't blow up because the pastor had done something, it see everybody seemed great, everything was you know good, our parents were good. It's we only had what was around us. We didn't have perspective yeah. of what was going on in the world. They do. You really painted the question that I have for you on this article of the nuns is is this a good or bad thing that the young people don't trust anything? I think it's uh, to me because I'm a skeptic by my nature, I think it's a good thing. And the reason I do is I think there were a lot of really broken institutions. Yeah. Especially in the United States. And people would say, well, that's just the way it is. And we still see it, right? Get along, go along. I mean, we see it in churches now. I had, um, I'm in a small church. It's a wonderful little place. But somebody disagreed with something that was going on. And it turned into this big hullabaloo where they had to have all the elders in the church come together. And Uh-oh. I'm like, well, what? wait, you can't disagree? You can't disagree with something? And that's the problem with a lot of religion is that they are taking something that is flat out unprovable. You cannot prove the existence of God. It is scientifically impossible to prove that. And yet they're like, no, the the scripture says this. And the nuns are like, wait, what? Because you're following a book that maybe was, you know, translated incorrectly and this or that. Why would I believe you? And that's the the point is they're just, they have more skepticism because they have more evidence to the proof of that. I think it's a little more obvious. Oh, like if you're a young whippersnapper and you paid attention, oh yeah, the Catholic church was molesting kids. Okay. I'm I'm skeptical of the priest. Oh, yeah, evangelicals talk two sides out of the mouth. But when I was a kid being raised in the Catholic Church, that knowledge wasn't out there. No one knew about that. I know, but my point is, if you're a young person today, all the not all the, but a lot of priests are molesting kids. The time you grow up, you're a young person. The priests are molesting the kids. Evangelicals, and we're all finding this out. And by the way, banks foreclosed on homes because they gave out bad loans. Mm -hmm. So if you're a young person and you see all of this practical evidence that you shouldn't trust anybody, then guess what? You're not going to trust anybody. Right. Right. And that's my my point. It's not necessarily that that's true, right? I don't know if there were more homes being foreclosed on, but we have information now that we didn't used to have. That was my point. So these nuns just have, they're like, wait, what? Why, Why would I trust you? Because you're using... I think that that's why I say I trust, I like the nuns more than I like the, the previous generation because they're saying, wait, you're not, you're just telling me to trust you because why? Because you said so? I grew up at a time where punk rock was very, very, um, oh boy. Okay, grandpa. Well, my life was affected by punk rock big time because yeah, it was so, grandpa. so alternative to everything that was around uh, me. lap here. Yes. Okay, go on. No, but punk rock was a reaction to the world to mistrust. I think I wonder now if there was the internet in the late 70s, if it was introduced, if it wouldn't even have been more so. I'm just saying that every generation of young people kind of mistrust the generation that came before, right? Would you agree with that? Yes. Yes. Okay. So why is it more so now in terms of we're talking about hey, none? No, you, need to, you don't need to convince me on this. I got gotcha. you. Got no, the no, internet. no. But I'm saying, it, no, no, that's not what I'm, I know that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's not just the internet it's a building up of the last 30 or 40 years where they've seen generation upon generation being disaffected because they're like, wait, that's not true. The sixties was a reaction to that's not true. Lies that were told to them about the Vietnam war and other things 
that were exposed, I'm saying they're looking back and saying, wait, there have been all these lies and all this stuff going on. Why would I trust you now? So I, I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. So I think we're in agreement. I don't, you don't yeah. have to tell me that more I people, I got that. Yeah, yeah. But the quite the circle will be is how like I was thinking circle about my life kids. like Simba. Yeah, Simba. Oh. <laughs> like, how do I get my kids to really believe anything and want to believe in anything when the system we all see it broken? That's why I say it's better. Because it's forcing these institutions to not lie. I don't think it's better. I just think because I don't know how we're going to get the youngsters engaged in the process. Like we know this. We've said it a thousand times. Nobody's going well, to they're church. They're not going to be youngsters forever, dude. I know, but like, so then well, why do you go to church? Cause I'm kind of like, I'm straddled between the young, young and the old brand. That's why I go to church. I guess this is, this is a God talk Friday. So I will say this. I truly believe that people need and benefit from having a faith. I yes. do. I think their okay. life is better for having faith. We did that. We did that one on the spas, right? The people are showing up at the, at the yes. secular spas and it's like everybody's yeah, searching Diplo, for next so, to Diplo. Yeah. Everybody's searching for something. Yes. A and and I don't think it goes away. I don't think this generation's like, oh, I don't need anything. I think they need it as much as anyone else did to make mm. sense of a confusing world. Maybe they need it more than before. Whoa. But the problem is is that they don't trust the old systems yes. to tell them the truth. So they have Correct. to create their new system. What is the new system? Well, I that's what I'm saying. I wonder if it's not gonna hold these people more accountable to stop saying things like, well, uh, we believe in the inerrancy of scripture. That you know what the inerrancy of scripture means? Yes. Okay. So they, th there are churches out there that believe for those of you who don't know what that means, they believe that every single word that's in the Bible is absolute Low truth. church people. Low church. Well, but that's a lot of the people we're talking about. They mm. said the Baptist, she wasn't, I mean, we're talking about people, evangelicals. We, you, ra you rail on the evangelicals all the time. Uh oh, no. People that literally believe in the by the way, the Catholic Church believes in the inerrancy of Scripture. Yes. This idea that Scripture is never wrong. So I think that there's going to be a a movement away from this sort of historic understanding of Christianity. We're talking about Christianity now, and I'm sure that it, it may happen within Islam and other things as well. Yeah, are the other are the other faiths modernizing? Well, in modern worlds, they are for sure. Huh. If you're in a country where where it's a little less first world, then not as much. No. Yeah. Um, and by the way, Christianity isn't either. It's all about no, access to knowledge. Not. It's well, all that's about that's the access. one I know. And right. Well, Africa is, is is super conservative. I think that that's the point. If if people have access to information, they're going to dispel some of the mythology around this stuff. So I would imagine that would affect every religion personally. Because if mm. you've got if you understand it, you'd say, "Well, wait, that doesn't make any sense." You know, if I was in control of the churches, Ooh. the churches, church oh, and churches, great. you know what I, cause I like this old school reference. I would make church more like the, I'd name you Pope, the Phil Donahue show. Like it should be <laughs> a dude running around with a mic. You know, like you have a question, like it should be like a talk together more than the pastor gets up and speaks. Yeah. I, I'm more and more inclined. I, I had this guy, we had our Bishop come in and he oh, gave boy. like this 40 minute Bishop. Damn, you're rich. He had a four, 40 minute canned homily that he probably gives it every time. Oh, I don't blame yeah. him. He's got to go around and do this. But I'm just like, dude, just get up there for five minutes and say how much you like her. I mean, I was no, like, no, bro. He's got to earn his paycheck, Brandon. I know. And I was just like, oh, come on. And I here I am, a 50 year old man saying that. What about the 20 year old that's like, oh, Lord, I'm going to go back, get on my subreddit right now because this is, 
you know, and I think that's the out of touch part of it all. It's like, I love these questions. I like the hypotheticals that I give you your daughter, Maple, when she yeah. grows up, what are the odds that she's a nun that doesn't believe in anything raised in your house? 50, 50. I don't know. I think we try really hard to allow her to come to her own conclusions, even at 50, 50, flip a coin. <sighs> I, I have no idea. I hope that mm. she has faith of some kind. Okay. But if she All doesn't, right. I won't be shocked. Okay. And you're still welcome. You won't kick her out of your head. You won't disown her, Brandon? Yeah, no, I won't disown her. We what all if she have marries to... a Mormon? Hey. What if she marries a Mormon? Well, that would be okay. If she became a hardcore Mormon, I'd be like, huh, I'm not sure I believe that. I <laughs> once had a really close friend of mine. Uh, I would just say a mentor-ish person. You know him okay. well. Yeah. And he was a pastor who had gone through some really hard times. Oh. And he was no longer pastoring. But he said- oh, wow. He, somebody asked him a very complicated question that was like one of those weird, is the, is the Bible perfect or whatever? Uh oh. And he said, you know what? I, I really I really don't have time to, to think about that. I'm just working out my own salvation. And I've never forgotten that. Working out my own salvation. That's what I feel like in my life. I want to help my daughter to the best of my ability. Like if, if tomorrow my best friend, Ellis James Olson, called me up yeah. and said, hey, I want to talk to you about God. Oh. Is there a God or not? And I would say, Ellis, I believe that there is a God but I can't prove it. And so it's going to be your life's journey to decide what that means for you. And when somebody comes in and tells you there's only one way to do it, do not trust them. Turn and run from them because there are thousands of other people that are going to come and say, you, oh, there's only my way to do it. You have to find your own way. And I know that for some people that seems very new agey, but I just don't, I don't see how we could do it any other way. Let's walk, let's let's take the through line here. Ellis becomes a Mormon and then dates your daughter and then they get married. Is that the through line? You know what? If it made them happy and they had, I, I love Ellis James. And if it made him happy and brought peace to his life, where are they going to go on their mission to? They're going to go together. Can they do that? No, you're an idiot. You know what? They're, they're going to get a trampoline. Pat, your your mom is still recovering from her accident, and I just feel like this is one little moment she can enjoy a little bit of peace around her son and faith. And you're talking about her grandchildren now and you're making a mockery of them. It's a God talk Friday, Larry. Can we, can we lay off the kids on a God talk Friday? Brandon, I'd like to thank you for taking good care of the nuns out there in the world. 